0: You're locked in with the CEO of you. My name's Callum Webber. If you're an entrepreneurial lad that wants to escape the rat race without doing it alone, without feeling overwhelmed, and without burning out, then make sure you listen to this podcast.
1: Callum, Callum, yo, nice, nice to have you on, bro. <laughs> nice to have you on. Um, first thing I want to start with is when did your journey start?
0: Yeah, man. So. I'll rewind it back to when I was at sixth form. So obviously a lot of your listeners are like around the age of like 18 up to 30. So, you know, they would have all experienced that period of time when, you know, you're at college or you're at sixth form and you're like, what do I actually do when I leave school? Like at school, when you're growing up, Everybody talks about, you know, getting that nine to five going to like go into sixth form, getting your A levels and then going to university and then you're going to live happy ever after and get a nice salary. Um, you can get a nice mortgage and you're going to get you're going to get family and you're going to get trapped. And that <laughs> is like the route at school. And I was in that predicament at sixth form. I was doing like business psychology. And I was like, what do I actually wanna do after uni? And I was quite good at maths growing up. So I always thought, oh, I was like, I might go down the route of getting an apprenticeship at Lloyds Bank. And then I thought, mm. do you know what? Bankers are wankers. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought fuck that. So I made a decision and I just went, all right, I'm going to go down to Plymouth University and I went to study business management because I was doing double business there. And I can remember getting to uni and obviously freshers week, everyone was just partying. It was class down at Plymouth. Quite a few of my mates from home were there as well. So it was, it was like good connections straight away. And I can remember going into the lecture at uni and I was just looking at the guy and he was some like 70 year old bloke, looked old, looked out of shape. I thought, I don't want to be like you. Um, <laughs> the actual business that I was learning had no context to actual real life business. And I was like, what have I signed up for here? It's like over nine grand a year. Fast forward three years at university. I'm in mean, over £50,000 of debt, which by the way, if you listen to this and you've got a degree, I didn't realise that you actually get interest on it. So every year yeah, that uni debt's going up and mm-hmm. up and up. I didn't, they don't tell you shit like that. They you don't know,
1: tell you shit like that. You know that. what's funny about that? I remember asking specifically about three times in my sixth form, like, yo, is the interest on this on this loan? They're like, nah, it's no, it's not that deep, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> but it's yeah. going to go over like 1.9% every year or something like that. It, bro. And oh,
2: I'm, but I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's climbing higher as well. The it's, interest it's, rate.
0: Getting, yeah. it's getting like, higher and higher. and keep yeah.
1: increasing it each but year. The,
0: the thing is, right, imagine at 18 years old getting yourself into over 50 grand worth of debt. Like, that's a big decision. Yeah. At school, they make it out that it's like a very easy decision to do. Mm. Yet when i've obviously i since fast forward to like right now 25 i've invested over 30 grand into my education right and i've told people like i've made investments like nine grand i've told people i've made investments even the ones that are like 500 pound a grand and they'll turn around to me and they'll be like i can't believe like i can't believe you'd spend your money on that i can't believe you'd invest in yourself and i'm like hang on a minute if i told you i was going to university you'd be like oh it's all amazing it's all amazing yeah. but it was 50 grand a debt fast forward three years didn't learn one thing didn't learn one thing about business, like the ROI on that is awful. However, one benefit about uni, so if you are at uni listening to this right now, I don't wanna scare you. My tip for you, number one, is go connect with every single fucker you can at university. And then number two is you get like four months off every summer. So don't go home and get a normal job at like Tesco or Morrison's or whatever, a standard like part time job. Go travel. Like I went and moved out to Miorca, but to one way flight, I was 19 years old back in 2017. But a one-way flight out to to Magaluf, obviously, the party place. And I just fucking went all in. And that is where I found my passion for, number one, living abroad. And then, number two, sales. And a big realisation for me was that probably the number one value skill that you can learn is how to sell. Whether you're amazing at art, whether you're amazing at football, whether you're uh, amazing at science, you need to learn how to sell yourself. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to reach your full potential. Why is it you say selling is so important? Great question. So th- what I would say straight away is, did you learn sales at school? No, no. Nah. So therefore, like 90%, who, who people that's obviously done sales, they'll know sales. But the majority, the 90% of the whole England population and the whole world don't know how to sell. So if you can learn something that nobody else really knows about or is it talked about at school, skill. then True. it's a high-valued skill. And also... When you can learn how to sell, you can transfer that into like any industry that you're in. So obviously, I was making good dough in in Mallorca every summer, selling pool parties, boat parties, bar crawls, a lot more than what people actually realised. And it wasn't until I I left university, so I was there for three years, I thought, I'm not getting a grad job because I realised that I didn't want to go down the rat race. I didn't want to get a nine to five like in in an early age. If you're someone that's listening to this and you're sick of the rat race and you want to escape, then go check out Freedom Lifestyle podcast, Sick of the Rat Race, episode Mm -hmm. 30 episode And we dive deep into the rat race. However, I remember the episodes. (laughs) (laughs) There we are, bro. There we are, man. And um, yeah, in terms of the rat race, I was like destined to never go down that route. Uh When I left uh, uni, obviously, I did another season, saved up a load of money and I went and traveled. So I went to Thailand, India, ski festivals. I was living this crazy, crazy life. And obviously, we spoke about this before camera. And when um, when I finished Thailand, I flew home. I was literally meant to be in England for one month in 2020 oh, wow. and then I was off to Mallorca for the rest of the year and then boom, lockdown.
1: Oof. How, how did that make you feel? What, what happened?
0: I felt trapped. Um, I, felt, I felt lost. I, was, I went from being like, you know, partying around the world, making loads of money, having amazing experiences. to I'm back at home at my nan's house, um, had no money left because I literally didn't work for six months because I was traveling and I was like, shit, what am I going to do? I, 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 can't, I can't go anywhere. And you know, that led me to be like, I need to get a job. And that led me to go down to the route. I got a job at Amazon packing boxes, bro. Oh, and yeah. mate- Amazon I... warehouse, uh, I've you... been there. Uh,
2: yeah. Have you been there?
1: <laughs> I've been there. Oh, it's brutal, isn't it? Bro, it's so boring. My my mind's just numb, bro. There's the, no daylight. It's, it's like 11, 12 hour shifts. And you're just doing the same you're thing. You're an elf, bro. Yeah. Hey, I... Don't
2: forget don't forget them heavy boots on your feet as well.
1: <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> don't forget them boots on your feet,
0: no I... cloaks. I was in there though, and I was like, shit, like, I've gone from, I've got a uni degree, two, one, like, whoop-dee-doo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Turned turn, turn lethal at sales from doing sales for, like, four years, obviously out in Mallorca, and now I'm packing boxes like a fucking robot. And I sat there and thought, if I'm still in this job at Christmas, I am literally going to be an elf.
2: <laughs>
0: I am literally going to be like, uh, what's, that, what's that film? What's that elf film? um oh, no, you know the one know, the christmas no, film the, 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 the christmas film fucking of course it's going to be christmas yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, what's his name man anyway i thought i, I thought i was like an elf i, was like, I need to get out of it and i was there for eight weeks and i actually saved up quite a lot of dough because i had no life i was working friday night friday saturday sunday monday my only days off were tuesday wednesday um so i thought fuck that i'll just work overtime because no none of my mates were off on Tuesday, Wednesday because they were all doing a nine to five. Yeah. And I just went all in, I saved up a fair bit of dough, and I booked a one-way flight to Bali in 2020. And then that got canceled because of lockdown. I thought, fuck, I'm stuck in England, man. (laughs) And um, I had like four grand saved and I just invested three grand into a Grant Cardone's sales course, which was a year. And that was when my life just like truly changed. And it turned, it went from being
2: locked down, like
0: ruining my life to like literally making my life.
2: Please tell me more about that course. Like why did it change your
0: life? Yeah, man, good question. So number one is... So if you're listening to this and like you want to make that investment, you want to go travel, like just fucking do it. Say yes, be a green light and fucking go because you'll only regret the things you don't do. So you may as well just go all in and just keep saying yes because eventually it will work out. Mm. So number one was not being scared of money. You know, like I invested three grand of my own money. I only had four. Do you know what I mean? I I just did it anyway. And so that was number one, not being scared of money, which is an amazing skill to have because if you look around, there's scarcity everywhere. You turn on the news and there's like money crises there's wars there's emergencies there's floods
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you see all this scarcity about it. and then I, I listen to like my friends i listen to family i listen to people that i know talking about like how scared they are about money how they can't pay the bills which is so sad it's all going on uh, and but i'm in there like i've just invested three grand to better myself and fast forward that year i'd say the biggest thing i got out of it was the ability to think big because you got two, you got you got two two variables. You have got number one: you're either a, a scarcity. You've got a scarcity mindset, so you're scared to spend money. You're scared to invest in yourself, and you, every penny, like penny saves a penny earned. It's a fucking penny. Do you know what I mean? It's a penny. That yeah. mindset, you ain't gonna be able to save pennies to get wealthy. There's a a lot of people say that the rich don't spend money. There's that stigma that the oh, rich save with mm-hmm. their money. That's a load of bollocks. The true wealthy invest their money, invest their money. So. In terms of thinking big, you're either a scarcity mindset or you're an abundant mindset. And that was my biggest takeaway is I look at everything with a big think, everything. I never look at the cost of something. Like as an example, I'm at David Lloyd membership. I take a lot of friends and family and stuff to David Lloyd. And it's like 140 quid a month for a membership. Uh, standard gyms, about what, 30, 40 quid a month, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, David Lloyd, 140. It's an extra 100 quid a month, 1.2 grand a year. Whenever I've took people there, they're like, how much do you pay? And I'm like, 140 quid. I'm like, and they're like, I can't believe you spend that much money on it. Like, they're so shocked. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't look at that as a cost. Because every time I go to David Lloyd, I am meeting a whole, I'm just in there networking, bro. Mm. Like, if you boys aren't there now, get there. Because the network you get, every single person in that gym are also paying that money. So you're getting around the right people. I pulled up in my fucking nan's car the other day. Next to me was a guy coming out in a, with, with a Ferrari. This guy that was like this Italian guy, cool guy. We had a, a good conversation, good connection, got his phone number. I'm in a sauna steam room connecting with people that's come onto the, come onto the Freedom Lifestyle podcast that I've connected with that I'm going to do business with. I've got a free we've got the Freedom Lifestyle membership so for you listening like if you're an entrepreneur that wants to escape the rat race like we have a community full of young entrepreneurial lads that we're all escaping the rat race together um but if in terms of like the connections the big think is -hmm. an absolute
2: game changer what's what's been some of the um because I noticed you mentioned the scarcity scarcity and abundance mindset yeah where would you find most of the scarcity mindset in people like what type of people are they
0: what type of people? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I'd because say like, that. I'd for say example,
2: p- for example, in this room, I can tell everyone's about the abundance mindset. They yeah. want to win. They want to do more. Yeah. So, like, what kind of people do you notice have the scarcity mindset where they're like, mm-hmm, yeah, you know what, maybe? Do you know what? I think the one of the biggest scarcity people are the middle class. Okay. Which is the mm. major,
0: which is the majority of people. It's very. I I you know I've been in hundreds of homes now because. Obviously I sold in Mallorca for, um, well, I've done four seasons in Mallorca. That was more like low ticket, like 60 euro boat parties, do you know what I mean different yeah. kettle of fish. And then obviously during lockdown, because obviously the whole situation with Bali got canceled and I invested three grand in that sales course, I thought, right, I want to get into a sales job. If I'm going to be stuck in England, I want to be doing something that I love and that I'm good at. And the good thing about sales, especially when you've got an abundant mindset, is I wasn't. I've never been on a salary. I've never had a salary. So it's always that commission life of like yeah. you can go after it. You can you could go oh, out we there. Haunting that. Yeah, thing. yeah. It's that excitement of like I don't know. I could go out tomorrow and earn nothing, but I could go out tomorrow and earn three grand. Do you know what I mean? It's that 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 mindset. Um, but in terms of like the type of people that are scarcity, yeah, a, a lot like the yeah the, the middle class mindset, like getting getting stuck that you've got to get that you know that salary, like once I've hit 50 grand, then I'll be happy. It's always like, once I hit this, then I'll be happy. But the reality of it is in the world that we live, like 50,000, like 40, 50,000 pound salary, like you're gonna, you're gonna be struggling like month to month, like with, with people, with the bills, the bills are going through the roof, electricity prices, gas mm. prices, food prices, transport prices, is all going through the roof. Yeah. So you've got to learn a high valued skill now so that Fast forward, if you're in your 20s now, fast forward when you're in your, te- in your 30s, when you're in your 40s and you don't end up having like a midlife crisis and struggling because you're going to end up having, a- once you get a family, your commitments are going to go up a lot more. So it's a lot harder to take risks when you're older. So you want to take risks now. Like you boys, you know, you're at UniKai and you're, you're taking a risk and you're doing a podcast. Like you're renting out this office that we're in right now because you're not scared of money, bro. You're thinking bigger than the office rent- rental.
2: True. but well, a lot of people it's going to become way bigger than
0: this this is the start this. this is the start bro but the thing is right if you were scared of money a lot of people would see that this rental for this office and that it put them off doing it because you know you might you probably haven't made money out of the podcast yet because it takes time mm. to make money True. but you've got to put that money in to start with
1: so tell us what, what happened after you took the course D- you went into a high sales ticket job
0: yeah so I, I went into a high ticket sales job I was doing a few, few grand a month and I just I just kept on, I was just having my energy, I was just focusing on, so something that Grant Cardone talks about is beating the sun up, like winning the morning and mm-hmm. that's something that's been ingrained with me this whole lockdown and it's completely changed my life. Like, if you're someone like listening to this, that you get up in the morning, you're, you're struggling to get up, you hear that alarm, you're snoozing it, then you're going on, scrolling on social media, then you're rushing out of bed, you've got about half an hour to get ready and then you get in the car, then you're in a traffic jam, then you're fucking getting pissed off, then you're at work, you're at work all day, day at nine to five that you dislike you finish that job you're fucked you get home and you just sit there and watch netflix my number one piece of advice for you is to go all in with winning your morning like I'll, and I'll, I'll give a few tips now so let's say you've got to say say if you've got to leave the house at eight o'clock in the morning to get to your nine to five as an example mm. get up at least two hours before you need to leave the house okay mm. so get up at six o'clock in the morning why good question it gives you time so do you hear, I hear people, I literally was in David Lloyd a minute ago at the gym and I heard a lad say, I don't know if you heard it, Jacob, but I heard I heard a lad say, um, time goes so quick. I hear it all the time. Yeah, I can't believe it's already Christmas. Can't believe it's already my birthday. Time goes so quick. The reason being is because they're not present. They're not conscious. They're just living in a rush state. So getting up that two hours earlier, right? That yeah. gives you two hours for yourself. Obviously, if you've got kids, obviously you're gonna have to be with your kids and stuff, but. If you're on, like, on your own, you're, you're young, you've got time for yourself to focus on you. Go out on like, within five minutes, I'm out on a walk. I'm in fresh air. I'm smashing a litre of water, getting hydrated. Like we're 70% water. We need mm-hmm. to be hydrated. That's why people are so tired. Because they're dehydrated. They're dehydrated, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, drink water, your water, then. man, drink your water. But, um, so that's number one, getting up two hours before. Number two is smashing the water, getting hydrated. Because like I said, we're seventy percent water. We, mm-hmm. if you know, the average person sleeps about eight hours a day. Yeah, like that's eight hours of not drinking water. And a lot of people they'll get up and they'll go straight for the coffee machine straight away. Mm-hmm. Do you drink two litres of water? I do. Yeah.
2: First thing in the morning.
0: No, I do about a liter yeah, in the same, morning, same, same. Um, but throughout the day I drink about. 4 4 liters something like that throughout the whole day. Yeah. But in terms yeah. of like coffee, coffee's actually dehydrating. So, it's, yeah, you know, it's I'm not, de- not telling you to like not drink coffee, but smash water in, get hydrated, then have your coffee. But mm-hmm. like have your coffee like an hour after you wake up or 2 hours. Like don't have it f- first thing. A Do lot you of have people
2: coffee.
0: I don't drink it. I have decaf. Uh, I like, like the taste of coffee, but caffeine for me, I don't I want to be at a constant good energy whereas I find with coffee, I get the high It's like cocaine. You get the high, you get the buzz. Whatever (laughs) comes up, like a roller coaster. Like cocaine, I wouldn't
2: really know, I wouldn't
0: really know. Well, yeah, it's good that you don't know, bro. Don't touch it, it's a devil, man, it's a devil. But whatever comes up Uh must come down. And that's yeah. the thing with coffee Is people have a coffee And then They'll cu- they'll get high They'll get a bit of fake energy mm-hmm. And then Two hours later that It comes down And then they need another coffee And it's like a, It's like a constant Constant drug yeah. So number one Waking up at least two hours Before you gotta get out Number two Getting hydrated, hydrated. Um, Number three Some sort of morning movement If you've only got 15 minutes Then go on a 15 minute walk A 15 minute run Do some fucking push ups In your room If you've only got a few minutes Just some sort of um, Movement first thing Even stretching Just do some stretching In the morning um, number four, something that I like to, that I've incorporated in my life this year is um, great, like I am grateful statements. So having okay. morning gratitude every morning, like you know, it's so easy to get addicted to that next level. Like, I'm thinking big all the time, but sometimes it's nice to just come to the present and just be like, what am I grateful for, like right now? Because when you start getting more grateful for for like the small things, you're then going to be more grateful for the big things. Yeah. I actually heard on uh, Stephen Bartlett at a, at a live event, and he was talking about how he's so used to first class that he actually got a bit he wasn't even grateful for first class anymore and i was like i listened to that and thought i never want to i never want that to happen to me like whether I'm not, whether I'm in like, um, I'm not in a good financial state or whether I'm in an amazing financial state. Mm-hmm. I always want to be looking for things that I'm grateful for because when you're like more grateful in life, it's good energy. You're going to, you're going to receive more things to be grateful for. But if you go out into the world and you're always negative, well, guess what? You're going to get more negative experiences. Like as an example, do you ever have it? You know, when one thing goes wrong, it's normally like a few things then goes wrong. Yeah, you get like yeah, three yeah, yeah. things that, mm-hmm. that go wrong. So if you could go out into the world and you'd be positive, then you're going to get multiple positive experiences throughout the day. So that's number four. And then number five, and I don't know if you boys do it yet, but after this podcast, I hope you boys do, is a co- some sort of form of cold. So a
2: cold shower, cold, shower. cold bath, shower. Okay. cold plunge, game changer. That's my first win of the day. I always count it. It's huge, is it? Massive. Okay, it's, interesting. It's that's like the show. first... Mental battle I have in a day.
0: It's getting uncomfortable. Mm. First thing. A little tip though, if you're someone that wants to do cold showers, like jumping straight into a cold shower, especially in winter, can be quite hard. So just start hot and end on cold. Mm. Even if it's only 15 yeah. seconds, you'll get like a an energy kick out of it, and you'll be ready to go. Because when you put yourself a lot of the world, especially like the world we live in in England, a lot of people get very comfortable. They get comfortable with their with their car. They get comfortable with their partner. They get comfortable with their their job, and they don't think bigger. and Comfort is a killer. Do you think,
2: so you say comfort's a killer? Yeah. So why do you think we should be more uncomfortable? Good question. Because the only way to grow, I guess, is, is,
0: to, is to push to, to your next level. Mm. And let me ask you a question, like you two boys and you, you listening to this right now, like, you know, if you're comfortable, like, do you feel like you're growing or do you feel like you get to the end of the year? Stuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that how you, you feel? You'd feel stuck, right? Imagine like most people get to the end of the year, yeah? And they're like, they look back on the year and they're like, yeah, it was not that great. It was all right, went to, went to Ibiza, <laughs> whatever. And that was about it. Went to a few festivals, but I, didn't, I haven't really grown. My, my, income, my income hasn't grown. And the reality of it is, yeah, say if you're in a nine to five and you have a whole year and your income doesn't grow because of inflation, you're actually on less money than you are the year before because of inflation. Yeah. It's fucked, it's fucked. <laughs> and then what happens is it gets to the end of the year and then people, they're like, they're going to set their New Year's resolutions, right?
2: For the for the New Year. They get all excited. Get they get Here gas they for it. I call it mental masturbation. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they get excited for it.
0: They get excited for it, bro. And then they go on a bender on New Year's. I've been on many benders on New Year's. And, you know, you wake up New Year's Day and you've already lost your first day of the year, number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one. So that's like, that's you're already starting off on a bad, bad start. And statistically, 80% of, of, of people that start New Year's resolutions, they give up by... Day twenty, January twenty, if they give up, and then they got the the whole rest of the year where and they just give up, they just get back to go back to being comfortable. They get to the end of the year, they try to set their goals again, mm. and they it's a it's a loop, it's a, it's a it's a negative loop. And by the end of it, they think, you know what, these New Year's resolutions don't work, and they even they just stop doing it. They just, and they just get comfortable. Mm. And, and this is a crazy fact, right? So, the New Year's is actually should be like now, bro. I don't know if you boys know, it's called the spring equinox. Spring equinox. I think
1: I've heard it. Explain it. So,
0: right, I'll give, I'll, I'll, I'll give you boys some like, and you listening to this, like what's, um, I'll just tell you actually. So September, right? Sept mm-hmm. means seven, right? But it's yeah. the ninth month. October, yeah. oct, oct, that's like the, eight, should be the eighth month, yeah? yeah? November, nov, nov is nine. Right. And then December, dec is 10, okay? So it should actually be 10 months in a year, but if added on two months, right? So imagine this, yeah, okay. imagine that's-
1: so yeah, the, the real you,
0: new year do, starts for you. spring, bro. Like, why do you think the fucking tax year is April to April? It's so confusing. I fucking hate it. So like the tax year is April to April, but then the new year starts January 1st. Just doesn't make sense. And it's because they've added on two months. But imagine everyone set their New Year's resolutions now in the spring, especially if you live in England. Do you know what January and, Fe- January and February are like the two most depressing months of um, the UK, it's dark, it's hardly any daylight. No wonder people give up on their goals. But imagine True. everyone set their New Year's goals for spring, bro. Summer coming up as well. Summer coming yeah, up, good yeah. times. And then by yeah, the time you get to winter, you're in that that good momentum, that positive momentum mm-hmm. to defeat the winter. Because when, I'm telling you now, because during lockdown, is something. That, when I was at uni, I don't think I won, to be honest, my first 23, two years of life didn't win the morning once in 22 years. I didn't even know what winning in the morning fucking was. Do you know what I mean? I was that one that was on social media in the morning. I was eating fucking shit food in the morning. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't, I wasn't fucking win in the morning. No wonder I was at school fucking ratty and agitated. If I knew what I knew now, I'd be at school, I'd be, I would have been at uni fucking winning my morning every day because when you can positively do that over and over again, have you boys heard
1: of the compound effect? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. When, you, when, you, when you can be consistent with, with habits like that, that's when your life can change.
1: I wanna ask you, do you meditate? Because that's one thing you didn't include in your mornings.
0: Yeah, do you know what? I do incorporate a bit of meditation into my routines. I'm quite into, I like breathing exercises, okay, but meditation yeah. is good. I'd say my form of meditation is walking. I like mm. doing walking in the morning. That's quite a meditative experience. You know I mean? mm-hmm. I'm out in the fresh air, got my own thoughts to myself and I'm just thinking. Like we live in a world where you people can't go, go out for a meal with their friends without looking at their phone. I mean, we're now ordering fucking food on our phone at, at a table when we're, we're there to socialize. I hate it. I, 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 I With QR codes, I'm like, fuck QR codes. I hate it. I want to go up there and order normally and have a good conversation. But people are just stuck on their phone now. And that means that people aren't having any time for themselves. Because even if they're on their own and they think they're alone, they're mm-hmm. not. Because they're with their phone in their room. So having that time. So something that... I integrate into my life as well for I guess a bit of a meditative experience is I like to put my phone on aeroplane mode like at the end of the in the end of the evening so then when I wake up my phone's on aeroplane mode so I don't go on my phone first thing in the morning because if you go on your phone first thing in your morning you're in a reactive state you're going to start reacting to everything in the world whereas if you can wake up without aeroplane mode you can focus on the the most important person is you because when you focus on you and you win the morning you're then going to show up better to with your family, you're going to show up better. If you have kids, you're going to show up better with your kids. You're going to show up better at work. You're going to show up better in business. You're going to show up better at the gym. And it all starts with focusing on you in the morning.
2: So do you, um, another thing, just based on what you say in the morning, do you do you journal or plan your mornings the day before? Do you know what? Something that I've integrated in this year, I've got like my Google
0: Calendar and yeah. I, I book in my Google Calendar like the day before. So I do know, major, major, I'm very, fle- I live quite a flexible life. Like it's not like, um, it's not like uh, what's the word every day is the same it's very flexible mm. I sort of go with the flow and um, obviously you boys were down in Birmingham today for this do you know what I mean so this was booked in on my calendar so I knew, knew the crack. so yeah I book things in so I know what I'm doing because it's so easy to procrastinate in this world and a lot of mm. your listeners will probably I've experienced it many times I go to do a task next minute I'm just scrolling on social media aimlessly so being intentional booking in time and being like do you know what I'm not going to use my phone for an hour and I'm just mm. gonna go all in with business. You can get more done in that hour than you probably could in fucking an eight hour workday with your phone next year.
1: Speaking of business, did you have a goal in that high ticket sales job? Did you say, I wanna hit 10K a month, 15K a month? Or was it just, I'm doing this until I can actually travel somewhere?
0: Good question. Always have, always have like an actual real goal. Don't be like, I wanna get wealthy. Like, like everybody's wealth is different, right? So actually have an actual figure that you want that you, that you And I always I always go for a goal, but I always use a word. So if you are listen to this and you write your goals down, make sure that you're not writing things like I will achieve. Like say like I have achieved it. Like It's already done. And also as well, say at least. So say if you want to go for your first 10K, yeah, you want to go for your first day. I have earned at least 10K this month. So you're writing it in present tense that it's already done. So it's telling your conscious mind that it's already happened, mm-hmm. okay? And then number two, when you actually like write at least, you're not capping yourself. Because if you don't write at least, then you are going to cap yourself. You're going to hit 10K and you're going to probably give up. But if you go, if you say at least, then you're going to keep attacking it. So when I was at uh, Project Solar, selling solar panels, mm-hmm. uh, one of my big goals, so obviously I invested 3,000 pound into a Grant Cardone sales course. And I wanted to take it to the, to the step above because Grant Cardone gave me incredible thinking but because he was out in America and I was in England, I wanted to find a coach that was in the UK. And they're actually from Birmingham, um, mm. called um, Elite Closing Academy. And a guy, Matt Elwell, done his three-day course, which was like a grand. And then I'd done his year course, which was nine grand. And I only had nine grand in my bank account, bro. And I'll be honest, like if you're someone that wants to make an investment, but you're scared to make it, I was in that position. I had nine grand in my bank account and I was there like a bit worried. But you know what? It, I, a little bit of push from from Matt, I went, you know what? Fuck it, I'm a green light. Went all in, nine grand, bosh. Month after, I was writing down every night before I went to bed. I was writing out like a diary of the day, of the day after in present tense of my whole day of what happened. Mm. And every day I was writing down that I have earned at least 10 grand this month, um, which was my first 10K month in Project Solar. And um, it was the last day of the month, bro, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have an appointment on the last day. I needed one more deal to make 10K that month, yeah? I wrote it down. I woke up, bro, half six in the morning. I even wrote out the I wrote out the woman. I wrote out um, what system that she was going to buy. I woke up, bro, about quarter to seven in the morning, naturally. I already had a text at half six in the morning from the woman saying that she wants to go ahead. And with, with the exact order that I fucking wrote down, bro, my mind was blown. Sick.
1: <laughs> that is sick. That, that's one of the most amazing stories I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. I told you this was going to yeah, be the best shit. podcast. That's amazing. <laughs> One thing I've massively noticed,
2: is just here you're talking, energy and risk. Mm. Why is it important to keep such energy? Because like a yeah. lot of people when they talk, it's like, oh, yeah, bro, I did this and I just did that. <laughs> you've just come with the tonality, great tonality, yeah. clear speech, energy, like, see like just someone having energy, I love it, I frown it. It's like, yeah, yeah you got yeah, energy, changing. I'm going to bring it, yeah, in. let's keep it going. Right, yeah. So, so how, how does that work for you? Because I could imagine you probably connect with people very well with the good energy.
0: Yeah, mate, mean, energy's everything, bro. Like think we're 70% water, water's energy. Do you know what I mean? We are energy, like sales is just an energy transfer. Like if you can if you can be in a better energy than the person you're selling, you will so much more likely sell them, right? Say if someone, say if you go into a room trying to close someone, yeah, and they're at a six out of ten, um, they're at a six out of ten energy, if you're at a six out of ten energy, they'll probably tell you they need to think about it and they'll give you objections. But if you're they're at a six out of ten and you're a ten out of ten bro. You're going to increase their energy, bro, because it's an energy transfer. And then they're way more like, because when, when you have good energy, it makes people feel good. And that's why you boys, like you like being around us. We like being around you. Good energy, man. When you're around other good energy, you bring people up But it's also the same. Have you ever walked into a room before and you feel like your energy's been like sucked
1: from being with some like negative person? Yeah.
0: So you want to be going in that room with fucking 10 out of 10 energy, whether you're going into a podcast, whether you're going into a sales call, whether you're going to see your missus, whether you're going to see your friends, like get into a 10 out of 10 energy and just see your results of your life just skyrocket. Mm.
1: Have you ever been in a situation where someone sucked your energy off? Whoa, 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 whoa. that's a bit (laughs) weird. Yeah. Anyone's like drained your energy.
0: Yeah. And it's quite, it's That's quite exactly. quite bad to say, but fa- I won't go into detail. But I've had I've had fa- I've had fam- I've had family members, damn, drain drain my energy. Um, so it's 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 a it's a real thing. It's a real thing. So like for me, it's been my number one priority, and I guess to give some value of how to get into good energy. So. Say before you're going into like a podcast, sometimes like obviously you, your energy might be a little bit lower. I've gone into podcasts before where I'm like, ooh, actually I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling fucking full on it. So if I've got like 15 minutes, do some push-ups or go on a quick walk, get some fresh air. Do fucking, if you're watching this right now, you're in the car. Actually better not if you're in the car driving, <laughs> but like just like <laughs> clapping like a lunatic for 10 seconds. You'll feel cl- like, honestly boys, try it. Clap for 10 <laughs> seconds now. Fucking go all, and go all in with it, go all in with it. Start laughing. No, I hear it, I hear and it, I hear it. It, 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 it raises the energy, it, it feels good. It feels if you're a boxer, energy. a bit of shadow boxing. If like I mentioned earlier about breathing exercises, breathing exercises is an energy hack. Like just little things like that, it can take you 10 minutes and you'll go into it and you'll show up way better. So how is it you protect
2: your energy? Ooh, mm, good, good question. question. Because I want to actually know yeah, how you actually protected yourself from your family. Like how did you just keep yo, just protect myself?
0: Yeah, good question. So. I'll say a few things. So in terms of protecting my energy, so number one, self-care is a priority. So like mm. winning in the morning is a number one priority to me, but also win in the evening, Like, I like to, I have blue light blocker glasses. I don't like to get blue light from my phone. Yeah. I like to have some form. I always start the morning with like a cold shower, but I like to end the day with like a hot shower or a hot okay. bath because it's calming. It puts you to sleep. So uh, look, you think about it like this, yeah? If you're always having hot showers, I have a hot shower for bed so if I woke up in the morning and have a hot shower straight away, I'm ready for bed. That's why I have a cold shower because I'm ready to go. We've got you the same I mean? routine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a game to, <laughs> so I like to, yeah. So self-care, number one, in terms of protecting my energy. Number two, who you're surrounding yourself with. I know this quote gets thrown around all the time, but like, the five people you surround yourself with is, is who you become. And it is so true. That's why I've connected with Jacob, my business partner for Freedom Lifestyle, is because we're both big thinkers, Like, you Mm. want to get around people that are thinking bigger than what you are, that are in really good energy. Like, you know, at at the end of the day, you want to be like the least intelligent person in that room. You want to get around people that are higher players. Like me and Jacob, we get around six figures, seven figures, eight figures. We interviewed someone on on the Freedom Lifestyle podcast that's worth a hundred million. A hundred million. Can we get a name? What's that? Can we get a name? Spencer Lodge. Spencer Lodge. When you're getting around bigger players than you, that's how you're going to grow, that's how you're going to level up because it, it starts to change your perspective. But if you're going down the pub every single weekend, you're with your same mates that you knew from when you were four or five years old, mm. then you're all going to be thinking the same. You're just going to be talking about the football and talking about being with, with, with girls and just mm. general surface level chat. Basic. Basic.
1: Basic. I want to ask you, when you spend, how, how much would you say you spend on um, yourself?
0: Over 30k now.
1: What do people think of that? If you tell people, what do they say?
0: They think it's crazy. What? They they think it's crazy. And like what I mentioned to you boys earlier, the mad reality is if I said I invested 30 grand, people think I'm crazy. But if I've told them that I've gone to uni for three years and I've invested 50 grand, they think it's normal. So it's just a society society- it's not used to, the average Joe isn't doing that. So I guess that's why um, people think it's a lot. But also as well, the, the reason why is, I guess they're scared of money. Because I've, uh, I've had, I, I met a lad the other day in David Lloyd, his sister, she, she invests £160,000 a year into her coach. 160K. So my 30K overall is fucking nothing. I don't even look at that as a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's it's relative. And something that I've noticed, obviously you boys are interviewing some amazing entrepreneurs as well, but you'll notice as you start connecting with more and more people, there's a direct correlation between wealth and how much someone's invested in themselves. Because... I've seen like a direct correlation of someone that's invested say 30 grand or someone that's invested a hundred grand and then someone has invested 500 grand. And it is literally like, it's almost like a fucking straight, diagonal straight line graph Mm -hmm. because not not only are you learning more and they say like knowledge is power, Mm -hmm. but when you start, you know, that girl that's invested 160K into a coach, she's then connecting with other people that are investing that money into it. And then what businesses do they have?
2: Made a lot more money investing 160k, yeah, Mm. dope, So, yeah, that's why that's people's five year salary just like that, (laughs) yeah, bosh,
0: like with no issue, it's Mm -hmm. all just relative.
1: So, when did freedom lifestyle come into the picture?
0: Yeah, good question, and why?
2: Why why didn't they freedom lifestyle?
0: Yeah, love that, love that. So, I guess I'll rewind back a bit, it was in 2020. I never know what year we're in, 2023? Yeah, we 2022. So it was in 2022. I was obviously selling solar panels. I was doing like 10K months. So I was on, on track for doing six figures in solar. And I actually, I won't go into detail. This could be for another podcast, but I basically actually set up a limited, I set up a fucking company underneath a company. Because I was self-employed, you get more tax advantages by being a limited company rather than being self-employed. Uh-huh. So me and my my um, one of my best mates Charlie, who I was living with at my nan's house during lockdown, yeah. <laughs> we set up our own fucking solar company underneath a solar company. We were getting all of our own leads, and we were getting double commission rather than um, normal commission. So I went from earning like an average of like a grand a deal to like two to three grand a deal. Like I I closed a deal for over twenty grand in my nan's spare bedroom on Zoom. And I made three grand from it. I thought, "Oh, I'm onto I'm onto something here." And we went all in with that. But long story short, the company fucked us over, ruined the commission, ruined the maths. And I was like, "Oh,
2: wait, the company you buy buying the solar panels." The, the company I was working for, okay. and okay.
0: they they ruined our commission Why is and that? greediness greediness they didn't I think they've almost looked at us as a competition but I just wanted to grow and scale a team all around the UK. Mm-hmm. I was I had big think for it to grow to grow a team. I got so many connections that I would have got into the into my team to grow it and it would have grown their business but they obviously didn't look at it like that, didn't like what we were doing, ruined the commission. It ruined the maths and I was like I don't want to be gone from doing like closing deals on Zoom, like me me and my mate Charlie, we were out in Tenerife, we had our swimming trunks on, we had our Project Solar Polo on, and we Mm. were closing deals on fucking Zoom, bro, in Tenerife, like this is (laughs)
1: sick.
2: Sick.
0: So I didn't want to go back to being in England, driving around like a lunatic, like 300, 400 miles um, every single day, um, round the country eating shit food because when you go that's something I realised like in England there's just shit food everywhere Subway, McDonald's meal deals like it's just it's just shit food everywhere I know you boys yeah, have I got know we've got a meal we deal and, and I, <laughs> mate, I'm still guilty of a meal deal here and there don't get me wrong but when you have that every day bro oh, yeah, you're like you get that. sick of it so I was like I didn't want to go back to that so we made the decision like me and my mate Charlie we thought we'd never go back out to Mallorca and we went. We thought, Do you know what? Should we fucking go? Because obviously the lockdowns all gone. Like people were going on holiday again. And I, I messaged uh, my my business partner, my best mate Jacob, saying, "You up for coming to Majorca?" Because he was doing really well in solar as well. I got him into it. And he went, "Yeah." <laughs> so <laughs> a week later, we moved out to a villa in Majorca, and we got back to um, we we got back to selling. It changed our lives. And me and Jacob were like. We actually had an epiphany. So obviously Jacob will share his story on, on your podcast. But mm. I actually had an epiphany at, at an investment I went to at Expert Empires in London. I stayed at the uh, hotel uh, Hilton Wembley for the weekend. And I saw a girl called Lisa Johnson who's a coach. And she has this membership subscription community. And she was make, she's making multi-millions from it, bro. And I was just like, yeah, man, that sounds sick. I just had this epiphany. I rang Jacob up. And I was like, mate, we need to get into coaching. We need to get into building the community because between us, we've invested over 60K into our education. Mm-hmm. And obviously the, the majority of people in their 20s have not even invested... T- a tenor into nah, a book. Yeah. The last book they probably read was fucking Biff and Chip or uh, Mice and Men. Matt Biff. Shout out Mice and Men for all you listening to it. <laughs> fucking shit book that was. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing as well, a little fucking, like at school, like reading was shit, yeah? A lot of people, they leave school and they're like, fuck learning again, fuck reading again. Cause they've had such a bad experience of learning and reading at school. Mm. So then they don't do it when they leave school, but education starts when you leave education, man. Um, and, I, and just went all in with it so in terms of to answer your question in terms of freedom lifestyle podcast we actually filmed our first podcast out in majorca in our villa and it took us four times to do it and we were like Why? What, what, right? oh we just kept having stinkers man like <laughs> we, were, we were fucking chat obviously we chat shit anyway but we were chatting shit i think one of the recordings didn't work well wow. like mic problems and we were like do you know what like we don't know how to make a podcast. It happens to the best of us. Right? There we so, are. Yeah, we, we went all in and we released our first episode of the Freedom Lifestyle podcast in September 2022. And mm-hmm. fast forward now, we've released one every single week. And this week's our first week where we're releasing two episodes every single week. Nice. And off the back of the podcast, we've connected with people within the space of five months that are worth 100 million. Like, obviously, I invested in the Grant Cardone sales course and his top salesman, Mike Shill, who's a beast out in Miami, we filmed a podcast with him now like the connections that we're getting from having a podcast is ridiculous and you know in terms of like what me and Jacob we have a free community on whatsapp so if you scroll down there'll be a link to a short quiz take the short quiz you can join our community where me and myself and my business partner who've invested over 60,000 pounds into education you'll get daily value from us every single day but then we've also got a membership of community where we do weekly live calls every single week on different topics of if you're someone that has a scarcity mindset, we'll show you how to have an abundant mindset. If you're mm-hmm. someone that wants to learn how to sell, we'll, t- we'll show you how to turn into a lethal seller. If you're someone that wants to get more confidence, we'll show you how to get more confidence and just be your best version of a man. So if you're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. lad in your 20s, then come over, man, and me and Jacob will welcome you. And obviously the boys I here- I a salad is a
2: salad. it's selling it right now. selling it right now. audience us. There
0: we yeah. are, energy's everything, sales is everything. But what we're building special. Like uh-huh. We are having people, people that are just listening. You boys are probably getting it
2: already. People messaging you saying, this podcast is changing my life, changing my last, mindset. Last night, bro went to bed, some kid texted me. He's like, yo, bro, I came across your podcast. And like, yo, you and your boy are killing it. Keep it a good word. I was like, rah. Oh, this, this, this is geez, that bro, worth more to you than the money? Nah, I would say this is worth more, as in him saying thank you for. Yes, this. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. yeah, oh, the that. No, 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 yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. Like, yo, the whole part, this throughout we are doing is it's been valued. It's like everyone's like being able, someone, some kid to say to me, yo, bro, watch a podcast and I really enjoy it and actually learn something. I was like, yo thank you bro. it's amazing. mate pod-
0: yeah. podcast of the future man podcast of the future and obviously big think with obviously with big thinkers as you can tell we're going to be running retreats all over the world in like Mallorca in Ibiza Dubai we want to be running even England as well running like sick retreats with lads in their 20s that want to take their lives to the next level that want to escape the rat race because the educational system is designed to create employees it's not designed to create entrepreneurs
1: that facts. is true that is true
0: you that's know what? One clip thing. It, clip it. One, one, I literally what? got a real coming out like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: one thing I always said in school, they never give you a self development book to read. No. And that's probably why I didn't like reading in school.
2: But are. just going off what he said, because it's true, because if you were told, you used to ask me some of the books I read in school, I would have given you the books that says Beth, you know, all the yeah. literature. And I was saying, I didn't, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Of, that's one thing I, I remember. I don't enjoy any of them books, but I know when I pick up my self-development book, Chip Paradox, for example, I, I've almost finished that. Yeah, good book. I, I enjoy reading that. I'm like, okay, yo, this understands why I'm doing this or why yeah. I like it. And I think that's that moment of enlightenment when you're like, mm. yo, maybe I could teach somebody this knowledge. Book. And that's with every single style development book once you gain the knowledge you want to you want to share it you want to utilize it to the max so definitely all right so for like let's say obviously everyone you just recommended everyone to start a podcast what what, what kind of people would you say to start a podcast
0: in terms of like starting obviously listening to a podcast fucking everybody use your time wisely in terms of like starting a podcast i guess anyone that has a business anyone that has got a business that wants to get more known because ultimately like podcasts is, is free value and a fun fact it takes four hours for someone to become a fan of, of what of your work mm. so the podcast can kill like you boys your podcast is like an hour so get people to listen to you for four hours Do you know i mean that's only four episodes so and it's everybody's listening to podcasts now. Everybody's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's mm-hmm. easy to use and people don't have to just sit, obviously I know you boys do it on YouTube, but if people want to watch it while they're in the car, they can listen to it while they're in the car. If they want to listen to it while they're, they're driving. So yeah, it's Someone, if you want, and if you want to do a podcast, just do it because you're going to grow so
2: much from it as well. Now, have you ever heard people say to you, oh, why are you starting a podcast? So many people have got podcasts. Do you know what? I feel that's, nah. what every, that's what everybody says, but I don't think they realise the value of it's more than just a podcast. If you're starting it for like networking reasons, if yeah. you're trying to build your business, like everyone said. Because I remember when I first started a podcast, someone said, well, are you starting a podcast So everyone's got a podcast. I
1: just like, see that as negativity. Yeah, because yeah scarcity mindset. You know, have, you, <laughs> have you got a podcast? That's, that's, a, you, that's a you problem. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? That's because a you. I, everyone, you, you could say, oh, everyone's done this. Why well, would you go and do it?
0: I'll just break it down. Statistically, if you're listening to this, it said that like, there's what? Eight billion people in the world. Mm-hmm. There's 4 million podcasts registered. And 90% of people that register give up by episode three. Um, and then the ones that make it past episode three, 19% of them give up by episode 20. You boys have already released over 20 episodes. Me, Myself and my business partner for Freedom Lifestyle Podcast, we've just uh, released episode 30. So we're already up statistically um, like in the top like 10% of all mm.
2: podcasts. Great. I like that.
1: I like that. And a lot of people don't get there, man. So That's Yo. it,
2: bro. Consistency is key. Don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So if you were to do this all again at age 18, how would you do it differently?
0: To go to university.
2: Yeah, or without going to university. Let's okay. say you had the Ooh. choice.
0: Okay, so mm. I would have sacked off university. I wouldn't have went. Um, because I couldn't like I'm in fifty grand debt, the reality of it. Yeah, it was amazing. I don't regret going myself because it's worked out amazing for me. I met amazing connections. It gave me that time off every summer to go travel. However, if I was to rewind back and completely start again, I I would tell myself to not go to university and just go and travel straight away. Just go and travel and just stay traveling because traveling, obviously investing yourself is, is incredible, but also traveling is one of the best educations you can ever get because the key to it, and this is why obviously uni is a good benefit. The key to life is to get out of your hometown, get away from your same friends from school, obviously still be friends with them, but go meet new people. Go network with as many people as you possibly can and that will start opening doors up for you and create a better life. Like it's fun meeting, like you boys, like we've connected over this podcast. Like if me and you, if we didn't start a podcast and you didn't start a podcast, we wouldn't have connected. And like yeah, we'll be boys now. Do you know I mean, like, we're both yeah, in yeah. our 20s. Who knows what's going to happen from this? Who knows? So just go out there, keep saying yes. So something I want to talk about on this podcast is... Be a green light. So you've got three types of people if you're listening to this. You're either a green light, an amber light, or a red light, just like obviously like a traffic lights, yeah? Mm-hmm. A green light, yeah, you, you, you'll go. You're ready to go. So every time you get a business opportunity or every time you, a networking event, you just say yes. You don't think about it, you just say yes. Don't worry about the money, just say yes. Be a green light. You've got your amber lights. They're the ones that they have to say, I need to think about it with every single decision that make, make, you make. But the reality of it is, if you, if you study millionaires, multi-millionaires, billionaires, they move fast. They make decisions quick. They don't always make the right decisions, but they just make it anyway because you're going to learn from your failures anyway. So you may as well just say yes, and then you'll learn from that. So that's your amber lights, and that's the majority of the world. And then you've got your red lights that literally just say no to everything, and they're never going to create their freedom lifestyle. But going back to uni, let's say I went back to uni, um, say if I decided to go back to uni when I was younger, yeah? My number one tip is, like I said earlier, just network with as many people as you can. Get as many people on social media because you don't know like, who you're going to meet like, when you when you leave. Like, who you meet then, you don't know how they're going to benefit you in the future. So just go and network with as many people as you possibly can. And number two, something I regret for not doing, I wish I started a business while at uni. Obviously, I was making good money out in Mallorca, but because I wasn't going to uni lectures, like... I was literally just dossing about playing FIFA and and on the piss hanging all the time. I wish I focused my energy and time into building a business like you, like you, Kai, like building a a podcast while at uni. That's sick. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay.
1: I want to bring it back to when you said you were stuck at your nan's house for lockdown. Yeah. What was your nan thinking?
0: My nan? Oh, mate, she loved it, bro. <laughs> she loved it. I've, 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 always been, I've always been a nanny's boy. Like, she, mean, she means the world to me. Um, she loved having me back. I think sometimes we got in each other's, like, head a little bit because, like, I'll be honest, I'm not the... When it comes to, like, like doing all the washing... I, I just think of washing up's a £10 task. Like, that's the type of stuff. Like, washing your car... Washing up, like that sort of stuff. That's the type of stuff that I want to like. I know it sounds bad, but like delegate, like ten pound uh-huh. task, pay for someone to do it, so that we clash a little bit with that. Because uh, yeah, I'd rather that like, when I'm out in Mallorca I have we get a cleaner. We get um, well, we're, we're always eating out because time's like the most valuable asset to me. Like if you if you want to become a millionaire, multi millionaire, yeah. Like how much do you like say if you spend an hour every day cleaning, like. If you're worth multi-millions, bro, like your time, your hours worth thousands. Like your time eventually could be worth like, like Grant Cardone charges a hundred grand for a one-to-one with him for like a few hours. Tony Mm. Robbins charges a couple of million for like a one-to-one for a day, bro. Like there's levels to the game. Do you think Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone are washing
1: up? You Nah. It's funny. I actually bought his
2: book literally yesterday.
1: So do you know what's funny? I heard Alex Ramones even say something simpler. He was like... Even if you're making, let's say, £100 an hour, even £50 an hour, he yeah. goes, the process of actually you stop, stop working yeah. and going to make food and then wash up the dishes is gonna take you probably an hour. You might as well just order food and carry on working, and you've made more money doing that and you fed yourself. 100%. <laughs> and there's no washing so to up. To
2: be honest, his whole life is based on, oh, what's the word? There's a word basically saying everything just falls in action. So it's like efficiency. That's yeah. the word yeah, efficiency. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that just basically said that's efficiency. He even said, like um the clothes he wears, he wears a tank top and the, and the shorts. And what he has, he has um, a specific pair of shoes. I think it was correct so that he can just go straight into the gym. You get what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like finish work, straight into the gym. He ain't got to get changed. Straight into the gym. Keeping the sense. momentum going. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. yeah. so be
0: fair, that's it's something- He's so, so
2: smart with it as well.
0: That's something that I was even slacking. Like in the mornings, I was like running around the house for like five minutes in the morning trying to find my clothes to wear to go out. But you're better off getting your clothes ready the night mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. so that in the morning you don't have to think Cause like it takes, you know, when you first wake up, it takes a lot of energy to think about what to wear, um, like getting your food ready. Um, A lot of people are struggling to think of how to get out of bed. People are led there. Like I've, you know, we've all been there when you're led in bed and you're like, oh, I don't want to get up. I don't want to get up. But you're thinking so much about not getting up. That's a lot of energy you're using. Like just fucking jump. There's a good method if you struggle to get out of bed. Count down from five, like five, four, three, two, one, Mm Bosh, get straight
2: out of bed.
1: Is Robinson? Yeah, I think it's Mel Robinson. Yeah, it's yeah, something. yeah. It's a sick, it's a sick yeah, little yeah. tactic, that. I'm,
2: I'm glad we all know it as well. If yeah, so, yeah, that yeah. same,
1: that yeah. Scene, I'm glad we all know it. That's nah, amazing. I, I use that most of the time for pretty much anything. I, I did it with the cold shower as well, Yeah. when I jumped straight into a cold shower, not from hot to cold.
0: There we are. So you've learned, there we are. You're learning, bro.
1: Uh, I, I was literally there for two minutes. I was like, oh, how am I going to get in this? How am I going <laughs> to yeah, get in yeah. this? Then I said, you know what? Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs>
0: it's a bit bit mad I I do cold plunges which are naughty do you use your
2: breathing techniques as well when you're in the shower
0: I don't you know I've I've, I've done breathing exercises in baths breathing exercises doing them out there's an app called XPT if you want to try out Breathing exercises, I do them like doing them outdoors is better. Or if you do it Mm -hmm. in your bedroom, uh, XPT. XPT. Yeah, it's sick to be fair. You can get like a free trial on it. I don't Mm. fucking promote it or anything, but it's it's just something I use. It's sick. Mm. Um, And yeah, I recommend like having your windows open, getting that fresh air in because like, think breathing, like people's states change. Like when they're angry, they're like huffing and puffing. Do you know what I mean? When they're calm, like you're just nice and calm. So it can literally change your state in like 10 minutes. Mm. Powerful shit, man. Tell me about the plunges.
1: Is that yeah, David Lloyd? David Lloyd, yeah. yeah so obviously so. not
0: everybody has a cold plunge available to him. Mm-hmm. There's even David Lloyd. There's only like three clubs in the whole of England or three or four that have cold plunges, I think. And um, it's a game changer. Like getting in there for like two minutes every single day. Like the energy after doing like a 20 minute sauna and then going straight into a cold plunge, you are flying after that. But then also I'll have a cold shower as well. So if you haven't got a cold plunge, have a cold shower, have a cold bath, get an ice bath. Like mm-hmm. there's loads of ways to do it, man.
2: All right, I want to talk about something because I remember speaking to you about this and I was like, I've never actually heard of it. And I thought yeah. it was very interesting because um, when we first reached spoke to you, yeah, you was the first person I would say serious about their podcast because we've got, I think the only two people we know with podcasts is Wim Zach. And that's about...
1: Purpose Led. And Purpose Led. Yeah. I'm sure there's sure more though.
2: I don't know. Those are the, those are the main two people <laughs> I know. And um, you talked to me. You spoke to me about a podcast course. Yes. Now, um. serious. Investment to improve your course, and I've actually never—I never even knew podcast courses were there. Yeah, close. I didn't until I got an ad run. Sentiment. Yeah, exactly. That's I, I, got done, I got done on TikTok, <laughs> so, man. <laughs> so, so everything I knew about podcast was through YouTube, going for the research. Now, please tell me about some of the some of the things that teach you in a podcast course. Like, why yeah. do you feel it's been so helpful to you? Because you said you did drop the um. A fact to me, it's really stood out about the search engine, so that was very uh,
0: interesting. The cert- yeah, SEO, like if you've mm-hmm. got a business, you've got a podcast, like SEO is key in your content, on your YouTube, on your podcast. Like what are people actually searching? Because when we first started in the podcast game, we we were making the titles, They we thought they looked cool, they looked good, but are people searching that in? Because if people aren't searching that in, you're only going to be able to get your followers and people that see you on social media. Whereas people are searching for podcasts every single day, so you want to be making sure that you're putting in um, SEO in your titles and your descriptions that people are actually searching. Because then you're going to start coming up. And if you consistently do that every single week, you're going to end up that keyword like you mentioned, like Diary of the CEO. When someone types in CEO, as an example, boom, Diary of the CEO comes up. So you want to go like you want to specialize, go all in with like a, with certain keywords. So then when people, you're going to rank high on them keywords and then you're going to start organically growing rather than just promoting, promoting, promoting on social media. You'll do both. Also as well, we were rocking up to a lot of the podcasts and we were just sort of, me and Jacob, we, they're still an incredible podcast, but we, you know, we are winging a lot of them. Sometimes yeah. we'd rock up and we'd be like, what should we talk about today sort of thing. it got the crap. Where, whereas like now it's like, we, we've got a sequence because the key to podcast and the key to business is retention. And this mm-hmm. is something that we learned because our freedom lifestyle membership was growing every single week. And then we had one week where we actually lost a few members and Jacob, and I recommend you boys getting it. Jacob recommended a book called retention. Literally. i got the audio book. i got the vision, uh, the, the hard cut cover book. I went on a walk first thing in the morning, 30 minutes. I went back to Jacob. went, fuck, we're doing it all so wrong. And then when I did the podcast course and it, it makes sense because, say, if you do a podcast about one subject, you might get someone come listen to you for that. But then, if the next episode or the episode before doesn't really link, they might not then be interested in that sort of stuff, and then you'll get them drop off. You yeah. want people like listening to episode after episode after episode. So, mm-hmm. structure, like sequence and SEO, I'd say are probably like the, like two of two of like the biggest parts that I've took away and that I'm implemented now, um, and also hooking people. Hooking people at the start Is key mm-hmm. People's attention spans man Do you know what I mean like, Two seconds
2: Three seconds
0: So mm. you know If someone doesn't know you They need to get hooked Earlier on in the episode Otherwise they'll just drop off
2: mm, That makes so much sense So like How did you exactly Build your community Because that's something We've actually for, So I don't know if you know When we first started I think it was around 200 subs so We tried to like Have a paid community But then we kind of realised It's too, too early Too soon So yeah. it was like let's hold on off that, let's wait, let's build it. And to be honest, it's probably doubled since then and we have like a lot more people. So how is it you actually built your community to actually then bring them into the business?
0: Yeah, I guess, number one, you've got to have some sort of credibility. Like, you know, mm-hmm. between me and Jacob, we've, we have invested over £60,000 into our education. Yeah. We've literally networked with millionaires, multi-millionaires that are our coaches. Like So that's like, you know, part of the credibility. And obviously we both we've both had... Multiple over ten k months, like I had a twenty k month, you know. So start getting that credibility is number one. Number two, obviously, being consistent on um, social media and connecting and building relationships is key. Like all businesses is, is creating amazing relationships with people, um, and then they're gonna they're gonna want to join the community. But in terms of how we built it, was because myself and Jacob, we had a lot of connections on social media. Obviously, we created you want you want to give a lot of free value first. So obviously, you boys, you've got your podcast, which is free value. We've mm-hmm. got our podcast. We've also got a free community on WhatsApp that as we've got over 200 uh, entrepreneurial lads in their 20s, all in that group chat together. And then we've got the membership, which is a lot more private, which is like the next step. You know, that's a low ticket monthly membership, like, you know, almost like Netflix. You know, it's Mm -hmm. only 39 quid a month, do you know what I mean? It's not like loads or it's 400 quid for the year. So it's not like a huge, huge investment, But the community that we're building, you have gotta make sure that you're over delivering on the value because then when you release things in the future, like more high ticket stuff, like big events, retreats, um, like more one-to-one coaching, you can then obviously start doing more high ticket and then work with like more select people. So yeah, we built it through consistency, networking, and um, building good relationships with people.
2: Amazing.
1: Nice, nice. I want to ask you my personal question. Which he ruined off camera. Uh, <laughs> yes. But what's seven things that you can't live without? Seven
0: things I can't live without. So, number one, my nan.
1: Okay. That's N-
0: number two, I'm going to have to say this one, otherwise she's going to kill me. My missus. <laughs> shout, shout, shout out, Ellie. Uh, that's number two. Um, number three, my business partner, Jacob. Like, shout out, Jacob. Yeah, we're, he, he obviously, you're going to have him on the podcast as well. Incredible. We've, 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 I've never met someone where I've gave him so much value, but he's also gave me so much value. Like he's changed my life. Like this week, literally, just a few days ago, he took me something called a breakthrough, which is where he took me back to my past, my childhood, found my root cause of trauma that's actually been holding me back, and he eliminated it and he planted it. He planted a new seed to make me my, my most empowered self. Because we're all, all of us. You know, throughout school, you get ruined at school, especially people that are in like bottom set class mm. and stuff. And they, they, they leave, you uni- know, they leave school feeling dumb that like, I wasn't I wasn't smart enough for university. But the reality of it is we're all smart. We've all got that sun in, in us. You just got to find what you're passionate about and go all in with it. And what Jacob can do, like we've all just got like clouds, like blocking us from like our true most authentic self It's getting rid of the clouds and then you've got the sun, you're shining, and then you're fucking flying. Um, so, yeah. So, Jacobs, that was number number three.
1: Yeah.
0: Number four, fucking water, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hydration, man. <laughs> number four. Um, good question. It's a good question. Number five, travel. Number five. Travel is a huge one for me. It's been... Travel's been the thing that's changed my life. Like when I was a kid, like my mum was 16, my dad was 18, I got brought up with my nan. I didn't really go on many holidays, like 18 years of my life. I only went on a couple of holidays where a lot of my friends were going like every year, a few times a year. So when I hit 18 and I just started like becoming my own, like my own man, I started going, started traveling more. And I've traveled now like all over Australia, India, Thailand, Mallorca, France, Amsterdam. I've been all over the shop and that's changed my life. So number four is travel. Number five.
1: Number five was travel. The mm. gym. The
0: gym, like gym and, and spas. I mm-hmm. love because self-care is key and it's a part of like my daily routine to get into amazing energy. Um, last one. Last one. Mm-hmm. Last one. That's a, that's a hard one. Freedom lifestyle, man. Yeah, I can't live without freedom <laughs> lifestyle. That's that's a fucking non-negotiable. Fre- freedom <laughs> lifestyle podcast, freedom lifestyle, like it's, it's just part of my life. But, you know, Yeah, they're they're the seven, man. They're the seven.
1: Beautiful. All right, and this is
2: my final question to you. Yeah, Mm. man. After all the experiences and stuff you've done in your life, what would you define life as? What would I define life as? Mm. If you you could define life in a sentence or... Yeah, I love that. ...what would it be? I love that. Because I know we all have a different outlook and perspective on life.
1: Yeah, true.
0: So living my freedom lifestyle um, whilst having fun, being on an adventure... Taking risks mm. um, with peace and love, man.
2: Beautiful. Awesome.
0: That's my purpose, bro. That's my purpose. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah.
2: We have a question from our last guest. Um, yeah, man. What they said to you was, what do you think of the name CEO of you?
0: What do I think of the name CEO of you? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good question. That's a good... <laughs> yeah, I love it, man. Because you're almost... You're ultimately saying that, like, everyone's got a CEO in them. Is how yeah. I... Um, that's my perspective and I guess that's very it's very empowering because uh, you know a lot of people they go up through school and I mentioned earlier on the podcast that the school system is designed to create employees to keep people in the matrix to keep people in that rat race trapped, pay loads of tax um, and then up, end up having a midlife crisis like the majority of people end up on loads of medication uh, mm-hmm. could go down a rabbit hole but I won't so I like the fact that you know throughout the whole school you didn't really ever they didn't really tell you you could be a CEO they didn't really tell you you could be anything you want so yeah, I love I love the name and obviously it's going to connect with a lot of people who are CEOs as well.
1: Thank you. Thank you. There's also a second half of that question. Let's go. Let's fucking have and it. The second half goes, now that you're at the end of your show, what was the one thing that you wish you said during your time on the show?
0: Oh, yeah. this episode. Yes. Yeah. Fuck! I've gone in. I've gone in. (laughs) You
2: you know what? I did realize by the time half an hour. I was like, Yo, we spoke a lot. That's a lot. That's a a lot. lot A lot (laughs) of (laughs) clips, bro. (laughs) 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 Clip
0: this up. I don't mess about, mate. Like times of
2: essence, you can fucking fit in a lot in time. Ah, what? One thing. One thing. That's crazy. Say that. I saw. um, I saw a comment on Ali Abdel's one of his videos and someone said, I love the fact how he's when he everything everything he talks about, he gets straight to the point. There's no breaks in between of his speech, it's just this is the fact and that's that. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and that's how you speakers are. Yeah, like, just yeah. fucking that's hits it. it. Hits the facts and yeah. that's that. Hit it, hit it. Um but I'm struggling with this question. To be <laughs> fair.
0: This is the first question that's got me. That one thing I haven't mentioned. Um, I've mentioned like network and abundant. I'd say just go all in with personal development, go all in with personal growth. Like uh, Stephen Bartlett says it, like just aim to get that 1% better every single day and just, you know, use your time more. And also as well, if you're listening to this right now, map out your day, like, you know, I'll give you an example. Let's say you work nine to five, yeah? And you say you haven't got any time. What are you doing from five o'clock till 10 o'clock at night? That's five hours a day, over five days a week. Yeah, that's 25 hours in a a week. That's one day. That's one day you've got every single week. And that's just doing five hours. Do you know what I mean? That's one day a week that you could be using to do a side hustle, to learn about yourself, to hit the gym, getting good energy so that you can escape the nine to five rat race and live your most free life.
1: That's mad. Because that's exactly what I was doing when I was working at Argos. I would go to work, come back, edit, Sleep and just repeat. Hit it, man! And now I'm just editing. So and and then once
0: (laughs) now you're just there. We are. You just (laughs) edit. And what a life, bro! Like it's your like it's part be part of your purpose. I'm sure it obviously lights you. Like find something that lights you up. Go Mm -hmm. all in with it. And it's sad that people are at work and they they get some they they're at Sunday and they get that Monday meet that Monday morning feeling and then they get to then they get to Monday and they're like oh I wish it was Friday. You're wishing away five days. What if you don't make tomorrow? Live in the present. Obviously focus big think on the on the future, but make sure you're living in the present because you can't guarantee the future. A lot of people, they say, I'll travel then. I'll travel when I retire. What if you don't make retirement? What if you get to retirement and you realise you've got no money to travel? What if you get to retirement and you're you're ill or you've got a disability or you've got like a problem with your body and you can't travel? So don't use that excuse of like the future, just fucking do it now. If you want to go travelling when you retire, you clearly want to go travelling, so travel fucking now. If you want to start that business, don't wait till you're older because the older you get, the more commitments you get. You start getting a family, you start getting kids, you get your mortgage, which by the way, mortgage stands for death pledge. Yeah, more yeah. death. Gidge like what, what, pledge. Yeah. You sign up for a 30, 40 year death pledge. Do you know what I mean? Use that yeah. money, invest it in yourself, and invest it in travel. This
2: man's done etymology. He understands
0: yeah, the meaning of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love bro, 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 bro. Because we invest I've invested in myself loads. So my knowledge has gained, but I've also always done risky moves. I've never, other than eight weeks at Amazon, I've never, and that wasn't even a salary really. Was, I've never had a salary. I've never been, st- I've just been free to, I, f- I just feel free as fuck.
1: That's how life should be.
0: Yeah, man. Freedom lifestyle, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: uh, listen, Callum, I'm
2: going to wrap it up here like, therefore, yeah, thank you for coming on, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank you I, for coming I've, you. I've added a light in my podcast. Y- yeah, oh, bro. It's, it's been a every, pleasure. Every podcast is like but this is guys. what I mean,
1: bro. Every podcast, I'm like, fuck, he's dropped yeah, some yeah, new yeah. gems
2: on me. Uh, we got his boy, Jacob, coming on next. Yeah, <laughs> we got Jacob,
1: let's have it. <laughs> I'm going to prepare.